So guys, welcome to episode 66 of Take Flight Podcast. And as you probably already know, this is the last episode of Take Flight Podcast for 2020, episode 66. Thank you all for helping us reach this milestone. In this episode, we'll be talking about uh, a recap, of course, with it being the last episode of the year. We talk about some of the larger news items of this year, which we will remember this year for, and also some of the more personal reflections for us, what we've learned about us ourselves and also what has been our biggest achievement and lesson that we're taking into 2021. Also, pay special attention, someone announces on the call that they have done a speed awareness course recently due to reckless driving. And also someone else has recently started selling the best cocktails in London, rumors are. Um, so take flight into episode 66, enjoy the episode and talk to you all soon. Take off, take flight with you. How is it going? How are you guys doing? Oli, first thing we need to address is um, your hairline because that hairline is looking fresh. And it's never, so, it hasn't looked the same since it came back from, uh, since it came back from Turkey. So I think I, it's I got looking straighter than a right angle. If most people know, it's most of the episodes I have my hat on. So yeah. the doctor told me I had to wait six weeks before I could. <laughs> So before it heals up and then I can start revealing their hairline. Pete, where's your what's your same Pete? The thing is, what? Where's your same Pete? Look at those. Yeah, Alu, Alu's came, Alu's come, Alu showed up locked and loaded for this episode. Where's my what? No, what I, I, I will have to say you've actually been your hairline's been very consistent since the, since the day I met you. You use the same barber. No, no, no. I had to switch up. I had to switch up. Seriously. Yeah. My my old barber, um, it's actually quite sad to say this on a podcast. Started to have like a drug problem. So like, you know, when you go to get a trim and your barber will be high, like you'd know Sorry that he's enough. high whilst he's trimming. So I was like, nah, we can't, we can't, we can't be doing this. We can't be doing this. You can't be playing around with my hairline. So I had to find a new barber. I'm surprised, I'm surprised the new barber hasn't jacked you up. Because usually when you go to a new barber, they always want to make, put their own standpoint on your hairline. So they kind of play around with it a little bit. But yours is looking Pete, good. Yeah, you're talking, you're from, talking experience. from experience. Nah, my, my hairline is a result of me playing with my own hairline when I was younger. <laughs> if I, if I, 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 wish I, sh- I wish I had the picture of when I shaped myself up for the very first time. Basically, I went downstairs. I think, my I, mom looked, I, think I have that picture, actually. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> I, wish, I, wish, I wish you did. It was like year eight. You don't have it. But what I'm saying to you... If anyone's got that picture, I went downstairs. My, my mom looked at me and said, we're going to the barbers right now. <laughs> Did you, no have one, you sent it to me once before ages ago so it, all it was basically no, that's, imagine that's all he's hearing imagine no 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 of my what oh no 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 that's, 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 hearing that one. Yeah, that's good bro that's that's good all it, all in fact he was imagine i had a bit more hair yeah and imagine mm-hmm. i took my hair back like i took it back quite a bit so then i made it was straight it just went back too much i better know why it went back because you really did it putting your head down didn't it you did the shape Probably, of your head like, down. You, 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 know, you, know, you know you take the clippers and you go like, instead of instead of doing, z- z- I went like that. <laughs> and the problem is you're always trying to make it sharper and straighter. You're trying to make it sharper and straighter. So that takes it back. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Yeah. But what, what have you guys been up to this week? P, have you had any interesting, <laughs> guy, interesting activities this week? <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to share? <laughs> 
So I had, I had to take part in a speeding awareness driving course, if that's what you call it. I had I was caught I was caught speeding back in the UK around summertime. Um, I was doing 57 on a 50 mile zone. I think it was like one of the spot smart cameras, so it should be 70, but it's an area where they had it as 50. Yeah. The reason why they, they caught me is because I was with Shuo. This guy's always talking, always distracting the driver, never appreciates just shutting up and being a passenger. So I should really split the bill with him, but it is what it is. So I, I basically had to sit there for about three hours on a work evening, yeah? <laughs> and I had to sit with a bunch of guys that... When, <laughs> you look well acquainted. I, yeah, I don't want... No, I think, it's, I, think it's a bit, I think it's a bit bad to say they look like a bunch of nobodies, but <laughs> it, it was it was like... It was like... Um, it was like the guys that were there were applying for, they were on like the door. So it just felt, it was just, I've never been in that group before, ever in my life. <laughs> and so I never you learn anything from the, the free hours? One thing, I will say, one thing I will say to you is I learned a hell of a lot. And I, and I actually appreciated the instructor and the rest of the guys after. So not to say that I would call any of those guys after network and spend some time with them. I wouldn't do that. But then what I would say is that it was actually better than I expected. But when I first logged in, I was like, thank God for my friends that I have today because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's just a bunch of guys that were like, yeah, man. Just it's, it's, not, not, it's, not, um, it's not your mastermind classes that you're used no, to. No, I've, I felt, yeah, not to, I didn't feel like I was better than them, but I just, I, it was, I've never been in that situation before where you're just with a bunch of, you know, I don't want to go into the characters, but there were some guys that were just like <laughs> almost, almost sleeping, man. And just like, one guy was like this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I was like, and I was like, yo, was, I think his name was, I don't know, I can't say his name actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't say his name. Yeah, yeah I can't say his name. Yeah, um, yeah, just to but clarify, yeah. as, as a, sorry, Pete, go ahead. Last thing I'll say, so if I get caught speeding again within the next three years, then they won't ha it won't be a course, it will be straight three points plus a fine. Um, so I've got a three year window basically for it to I be. I thought it was two years. Reset. Nah, three years. Um, yeah, I'm almost past my three years then. But it was it was actually good. I actually learned I actually learned quite a bit because it was actually quite relevant. So, um, but also you're quite fortunate because you were able to do it from Basel because usually without COVID you have to do it in person. Person because I did mine in person and it's a long day. It was perfect timing. So I had two very quick uh, side notes. One, if you're ever in the car with P, his knees can sometimes lock out. And that kind of forces him to go beyond the speed limit. So that's something you need to watch out as a passenger. And the second quick point I would say is um, P tried to just pin this speed awareness course on me because I was sat in the car with him. I've actually sat in a very fast sports car with Pavilo where he was driving. And, <laughs> and yeah, no, no, I didn't. No, no, no. Let's, let's get it correct. I did not crash. I, someone crashed into me. Someone crashed into him while P was in the driving me. seat. A very fast, expensive sports car. And for a second, Kabila tried to pin and share the cost between us. No, I did it. 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 I never did that. I never did that. Don't try it. Don't try it. I never did that. I never, I never, don't even try it. 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 I paid that whole bill myself. Don't even try it. 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 Shewell, I just want to say thank you for showing up today, man. It's just great to be in your presence. Like, we've seen that now you're doing TED Talks. Um, so I know it must have been difficult for you to still stay with us, us 
normal people on this podcast, but why do you tell us about your TED talk and how that? By the way, by the way, listeners, I was crying like I, I, I teary eyes. We're talking about an incredible. But it doesn't take much for you to cry though. We talking about? It doesn't take much. I've got pictures. We should, oh yeah, yeah, but bro, you getting married, bro? You getting married? What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? I start crying now, cuz go on, go on. No, I have to, I have to say, um, uh, first of all, I'm humbled by that comment because I feel like it's a privilege to be here with someone with your hairline in this. Disrespect. Was was great. Um, people like. Uh, the it's been a very humbling moment because I think he's probably the only one out of us four that knows how much I was preparing for it in in the background. Um, I think I actually shared it with you guys as well, and you gave, gave some really good constructive feedback beforehand. I think now it's just a sense of relief that it's done, um, and there's learnings that I'm going to take away from that that will definitely carry carry over into the future. And probably what I'll do is I'll post an article on LinkedIn giving some tips. So in case anyone's listening to this podcast and you want to get some more info about the TED Talk and how to give a good one, check out my LinkedIn, Shrel Ahmed. Hashtag plug. It was dope, man. Congratulations, man. Super proud. Really good. Oh, they, they, you, you guys have seen it, yeah? I only saw no, no, clips. No. I haven't seen the full version of it. I'll see if I can get a longer clip. But Ted, Ted, basically, when they organize these TEDx events, they're quite strict with their licensing and how the, the clips are released, especially when it's in partnership with the large company because they don't want the TED brand to be used to enhance the corporate brand, if that makes sense. So that's why I'd like to see if I can... Uh, Find a way for you guys to, to see it. I have an idea. It sounds a little bit like you've got a Dave Chappelle ownership issue going on there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you work on that. You work through that. <laughs> just, just, go on, um, just go on Instagram Live and record, like record your own version of it. Just post that up and just record it. No, because that no, way it'll, it. be, it'll be dead. It'll be dead if he does it. Uh, yeah, because the way that they had the setup, the studio, the lights, the cameras, the angles, it was... It was uh, it was honestly a once in a lifetime experience. I'm really fortunate I had that experience. Um, but yeah, let's see uh, how 2021 looks like. Well, how, how are you doing? Um, I had to, it's been a long week, man. What, what happened on Monday? I had to um, <laughs> retake an exam. <laughs> My like ACCA qualifications. I know P doesn't believe in any of these qualifications, but no, know, no, no, that's a bit unfair. Maybe for me. It doesn't feel okay. it's, a, it's a fit for me, but it has its place. No, so on Monday I had to do um, a three-hour exam um, in in London, um, which started like an hour late, um, and it took a lot out of me, man. <laughs> it took it took a hell of a lot out of me, man. Um, but now it's over. Now um, I've got six more exams after this, and I'll be hopefully qualified in the year. Coming up to two years. You so know? just just quickly, you said six. You said six more exams left. How do you know you passed the one on Monday? Um, because I'm a I'm a man of faith. Might, that might be seven. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a man of faith. <laughs> okay, I'm that's good. That. <laughs> you know what's so funny here? Yeah, because after, he's bad. <laughs> what? Why? why exams, I'm not yeah? serious. <laughs> why are you like, doing the exams? It takes, you got no. You guys, even said this was a. He even said this was a retake. <laughs> yeah, I know, but what you guys know, I like to bang retakes. You know, I'm, I told you my story, innit? So, come on, man. 
Retex is where but, the party's at. I'm telling you. But I think sitting down for these, it takes you back to like university because you start to look around at people. And you're like, nah, he doesn't look ready. He doesn't look like you're half an hour before the exam. He's still looking through his notes and stuff like that. You're like, nah, nah, nah. He looks like <laughs> he looks like he's gonna struggle in this exam. And then you have those people that leave slightly earlier and whatever. But um, yeah, it was it was. It's, I'm happy it's over. Let me. Say did it. you feel Did you feel better about this one than when you did it the first time? Oh, that's a question, actually. i got a question. That's a good question. question. That is a good question. <laughs> I, I, felt equal, I felt equally as confident. <laughs> <laughs> but what's so frustrating about the last one, yeah, I missed the pass mark by 2%, two points, which is frustrating when it's so close. But, um, you know. How strong, is that, how, strong, how strong is that faith? <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm gonna ask a question. Um, have you guys ever walked out of an exam earlier no because you finished in your in your school? Have you ever yeah, left? You I've left earlier? Yeah? No, I've never left early. Never, I've never left earlier. Even if, if even I if I've finished, I'll sit there for half an hour just going through the answers. Yes, seeing exactly. what it's saying. <laughs> because I'm afraid that God will humble me <laughs> and make me so because it's like I feel like if you've got time here, you might as well just read over it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do anything better, right? So the only time... Um, uh, let me not even talk about it. Daniel, Daniel. Daniel, um, uh, yeah, so it's a quick question. Uh, uh, it looks like she was left early in all these exams. No, no, no. He hasn't responded. No, nah, there's probably like one or two exams I've left a bit early and that was it. My thing. What did you go to do? What did the you man there, yeah. Now these were um, these specific exams were accounting exams, so it's, it's very black and white answers. There's no, there's not really much theory. Um, black and white, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about yourself, Daniel? Um, someone said that you went into the basement and um, dusted off those football boots. Oh, yeah, you're looking, yeah, you're yeah, looking, yeah. you're looking well fed over there, big man. <laughs> how's your how's your knees feeling? How's your legs feeling? You're looking, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, tell you there, I'll tell you the truth. So I went for the first time, probably since uni, I played football in September before I went to Tokyo. And I think I called P after. Oh, yeah, I yeah, came yeah, home. yeah, yeah. I came yeah. home, yeah. <laughs> came through the door. But this was on the phone. I was like, man down. Dropped to the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> no word of a lie. I, I pulled some muscle <laughs> in my groin. I, I, I overstretched. And I was like, man down. I couldn't move. I had to get ice. And I was like, no, this, the thing is, it's, it's so bad because it's a group nearby and a couple of the neighbours, we're in a WhatsApp group and there's a football about a 10 minute drive from home. So they've been telling me about this football for like over a year, about a year and a half. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll come, I'll come, I'll come. So I signed up, turn up and I'm thinking, oh, I should stretch. But I thought, you know, I did a little bit of a stretch at home. I didn't do any running, no warm up. And obviously football is different from going to doing road running and exercises at home it's a different it's, a, it's just completely different and we got in three minutes in no more than five minutes about three minutes did a little jog back defending <laughs> I felt something rip <laughs> and I tried to play it off but oh, you know when yeah. you just you can't play it off and I tried to stretch out nothing it, it just wasn't work, on the work so I basically paid to play football in goal for the whole for the whole time <laughs> and, and it was four <laughs> But the thing is, I was, I was, I was, I was good. I was good in goal though. I was making dives and all sorts, but I just couldn't stretch, overstretch. Um, so I was like, you know, what, I'll come back, but let this, let this heal. 
Um, so I went, I signed up again. I went back yesterday um, and it was a lot better. So I did a proper warm up. I did some deep stretches at home, you know, pee, some, some Sean T, dig deep. Them kind of stretches. <laughs> <laughs> dig it deep. <laughs> um, did a proper warm up and then played. So it was, it was a lot more enjoyable. Um, it, was, it was nice, good fun. But then this morning, I, I warmed down, did some stretches, but this morning I was sore, um, aching. Even last night I was aching. Um, and did some light stretches this morning, but I'm a bit more flexible right now. So yeah, sure. Right, Daniel, I've got a question because I'm so I'm going to be going back home to the UK right for Christmas, and a few of my friends they play football quite regularly. Some of them even listen to the podcast in case they're listening. Shout out! Now that you've played football and you've had this experience, and you're going through this soreness, if I said to you a week ago, Daniel, would you still play football based on how you feel now? Would you play? Oh yeah, you would. The soreness is temporary, and the thing is, when you do any exercise that you're not your body's not used to. You're always going to be sore. Like I went to the gym. I did ran on the treadmill last week for the first time in a good few months. And the next day, or even after, my legs were heavy. I felt really, my legs felt really heavy. But after going for four or five days, I'm all right now. So it's yeah, just the initial onset. Sure, sure. If I, if I was you, I'd chill, big man. Because that was the just question. Take it easy. The reason sure. why I was asking the question is the gym the gym pain is one thing. But chill, you know football, chill, 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 chill. And the chill, risk chill, of getting chill. an injury. And Relax. I think this, this, Relax. This year I've had about four, four, four or five friends who have played sports. and they Don't try and be a hero, cuz. Where they haven't been able to That's move true. for like two, three months. That's why listening to your story. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't, but the thing is, know your limits. Know that you haven't played. Don't try to be sprinting up and down. Just chill. And, Just chill. And, and get there early. The key thing you need to do <laughs> is get there early so that you can stretch. Yeah, because I think the rookie mistake, the times I've gotten injured or whatever, where I've taken a gap or whatever, is because I get there late, yeah? You don't really have time to warm up. All of a sudden, you're thrown into a game and then you're trying to run for a ball or something like that. You pull it. Because I'm telling you, playing football at 31 is humbling because <laughs> your mind reminds nah. you of the 21-year-old kid, yeah? That Speak for yourself. Maybe I'm not sure if you ever had it, so maybe you don't know. But... <laughs> I got it. <laughs> um, kid, yeah, who used to be able to run, be a person. Sometimes you're sprinting for balls, and you're like, "Yo, I used to be faster than this." Why? Yeah, uh, speak, speak, you start blowing. Speak, speak for yourself. You start blowing. You start blowing. <laughs> but sure, go. But just know your limits, because boy, I got um, I tracked it with my um heart rate monitor. And I think I did a thousand calories in fifty-seven minutes. Mm. Oh, I think I saw but, on Apple Watch, Daniel. I think it was a solid but, workout. But also, I've got um something called my zone, so it shows you like different um zones that you're in in your workout. And usually, when I'm working out, I don't really hit that many. I don't hit any reds or yellows. But Jeez. that the yellows and reds are like eighty percent, ninety percent effort. Yeah, I know. So, so I, yeah. I do it weekly. Well, do it and let us know. Let us know all about it. But yeah, now just, let's get into. Um, yeah. It's good to get. It's good to catch up. Get on. I know. I know where uh, this is supposed to be. Just a quick intro before we get into the episode. But I think also another thing that we failed to mention is um, at home with DJ started to sell cocktails oh, last yes. week. Yes. 
And these aren't just any old cocktails. These are rumors are some of the best cocktails available in London for home delivery. This is what I've had. This is what I've heard. So we can't we can't let Daniel just not talk about the these amazing cocktails before we go into the episode. So Daniel, no, I, 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 I gonna miss out the cocktails. Yeah, what's the oh, hustle saying? I'm not gonna lie, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. We say business is booming. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> I was still waiting for my first order. I, no, I've still got my order that I need to place. I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm, I'm, I'm almost sold out. No, I need to put my order through. I need to put my order through. Now, business is good. I'm almost sold out, actually. But for our listeners who, who haven't made orders, definitely make orders. Check out Daniel's page. And also drink responsibly is the key. And, just, and the page is at home with DJ. And there's a choice of cocktails there from a mix of coconut and white rum to a vodka-based. So many different options so please ensure you check it out it's a nice little christmas gift for people um and that's at home with dj this episode has been brought to you by at home with dj the best cocktail <laughs> in london <laughs> um now let's get into the let's get into the episode guys um so it, this is I thought, we, I thought we were in it because it's 20 minutes <laughs> i know man is, i think we've all had a lot we've had a busy week uh, I actually just a friend. This is our last episode of 2020, guys. By the way, just so we're just so we realize by the time the episode comes out, this is the last one of 2020. So it's the perfect topic. Ollie. Agreed. Agreed. So um, I was on Instagram, um, Pabilo's favorite place to pass time, um, and I started to see a bunch of people. <laughs> I started to see a bunch of people posting um, their Spotify. 2020 music wrap up, um, which got me thinking about all the things that happened this year. Um, it's been an extremely, feels like it's been an extremely long year. Um, I know you guys can chime in if you feel so, but I thought it would be just a good episode one, just to go through all the stuff that's happened this year, um, and then secondly, just to talk about ourselves if what were some of our personal professional goals that we had set at the beginning of this year were we able to achieve any of those um what were some of the fun moments that we had even though this year was a def this was the first time any of us have experienced such a tough year in terms of pandemic right and thankfully all of us are still alive uh family friends are alive and haven't been impacted so much by covid which is uh something that we need to be thankful for um, but no, I just wanted us to let's just get started off with 2020. What do you guys even remember? Because I think starting off this year, if I think about January, right, I came into the year extremely excited, right? Started off with like the like, new like, year, like, like every year, like every year, though. Like no, nah, like every even, year, you were like, even, even next year, I'll be excited. Oh, that's a good question, which we'll get to another topic. But I was like, new year, new me. Let's get started, right? <laughs> uh, and I think when we first started off the year, right, the first things that I remember in January that started popping up was sort of um, the the Iran. Remember, we we had that World War World War Three potential happening in the beginning of the year, where there was so many memes. Everyone was talking about Iran. We were like, will we go into this massive war? The US, will the US go into a massive war? Um, and then everything just turned to sort of 
focusing on the bushfires um, that were happening at the beginning of the year. Um, so I think like the beginning of the year was like, okay, a lot of crazy stuff are happening, but it's very removed from myself. Um, what do you guys remember in terms of the beginning of the year? Shawar, January. There was, also, there was also the volcano eruption in the Philippines. Mm. I think Kobe died this January. year, right? Yeah, so that was in January. February. Was it January? No, Kobe died this January. year. Kobe I thought, died I thought that was Jan. I thought that was 20 for Jan. Um, oh, maybe, yeah. I, I don't know the exact date, but yeah. I think, I think we've, lost, we've, we've lost a lot of this year. 26th of Jan. 26th of Jan, yeah. So I think that's that was... I think that was what this year was a tough year, just based on the amount of celebrities that passed away, but not just any celebrities. It was celebrities in which we could arguably say that we grew up with, right? Um, someone like Kobe was someone that was very inspirational to myself, um, just in terms of his mentality, that Mamba mentality. Um, obviously, later on in the year, Chadwick passed away, um, who had like meant so much to a lot of people especially being the first sort of black superhero that we'd seen on TV, um, where kids, our nephews, our cousins could look up to. Um, what else? What are some of the other things sort of that happened this year that you guys are aware of, man? Don't forget we left, we left Brexit. I think that's one of the areas that people actually... <laughs> people are sleeping on. Right? Because if I ask you guys, do you even know anything about what's happening in terms of the EU? Most of you probably say, I don't even know where, where it stands. Do we need to get visas when we travel into the EU next year? But that was something that happened this year where we actually finalised the fact that we're going to leave the EU. Was there any other big moments that happened this year for you guys? From a new standpoint, Olu, I think the, the the two big ones in my head will obviously be COVID because that's just impacted everyone, just professionally and personally, and probably the Black Lives Matter topic really coming to the forefront mm. um, and it broadening out to be a real global issue with a lot of people from different backgrounds, nationalities, etc., coming to the to the forefront to really fight for it and against it so i think these are the these are the two i know there's been lots of other things but i think if i if someone asked me in 10 years time so what do you remember about 2020 i think those two for me would probably be the ones that would come to mind no for sure i think the video the video of george floyd um sort of erupted a whole movement something that was always there um, um racial inequality racism not just in america I think we also, obviously, Daniel, you, this would be probably closer to me and you, but in terms of Nigeria, right, um, everything that happened a few months ago with the NSARS um, that happened. So it wasn't, it was just, for me, I don't know if you guys felt the same way, but I just felt like it was just a crazy year that it was just bad news after bad news after terrible news. It just, in my adult years, I haven't experienced a year like this. Yeah, don't, uh, might, yeah, the only thing I'll add um, to what already has been mentioned is the fact that uh, we officially, in the, as a UK, went into the recession, right? So interest um, went to its lowest of all time. We've injected more money in the economy than we've ever done before. And this will obviously have a ripple effect. 
So it, it, it does kick off a chain of events that if you're positioning yourself in a certain way, you can either benefit or 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 not. So that's something which if we uh, play the game well, we'll look back and say this was the year where everything started to sort of uh, change and make a difference. No, for sure. Daniel, what about um, you? Daniel. Hey, were you going to say something? No, I was actually going to go into sort of more... Um, but I do after what you're saying, like the, the positives, I think, I think, yes, there's been, yes, there's, you can look at 2020 and say, it's been a hell of a year. I just want it to end. But I think there's been a lot of positives that have come out from this year, um, that we can get into after your point. No, I was going to say, yeah, 2020 has been a long year. It seems much longer than the usual one that we've all lived. Um, I think for many of us, it's going to be a year that will have a mark on us and we'll remember for decades and definitely in the future for many different reasons of, you know, COVID being probably one of the main ones which has forced us all to kind of slow down, to reflect and also to live differently with enforced government lockdowns and restrictions placed in certain areas, certain countries, but predominantly globally, especially with travel restrictions, we've all forced to, to live in a different way. We're limited to no travel in some regard whether that's for work or personal reasons, um, the visitation or seeing family so frequently or so openly as we did before. And I think what we've seen is that our freedom to, to the most part has been taken away from us because of the restrictions and because of COVID and the challenges it's, it's, you know, it's, it's given and shown to all of us. But that said, it's been a difficult for me personally as well, uh, as many of you know, but it's also been a year where P has said it's been very positive. You know, we've all managed, and thank God we've, we're all still here today. We all still have our jobs. We still have a roof over our heads. We have clothing, we have a loving family and friends, etc. So I think for many people, people look at 2020 in a negative light, but there are still so many amazing things that have happened, people have achieved, whether professionally, personally, um, whatever it may be in this year. And I think often we like to emphasize on how things and negative how things impact us negatively and take away our fun or enjoyment. But at the same time, there's a lot to be thankful for. We've seen the adaptation of us all being able to to live with COVID, with restrictions, finding different ways of innovativeness to connect with family, with friends. For some people, launch business. For some to be more successful in business. For some to take a leap of faith and explore new um, careers to leave their full-time job, even in the midst of a pandemic and still be successful. So I think it's been a very difficult year, a challenging year, one that's tested our perseverance, our character, our behaviors, but also challenged our mindset and made us more, you know, a lot stronger mentally. We've seen during the beginning of COVID, especially in the UK, while schools were locked down, we saw Joe Wicks launch YouTube and do, you know, some healthy activities for kids to stay active. We've seen an increase in, you know, subscribers to Netflix, to Peloton, uh, a lot of people making Jeff Bezos a lot richer uh, with Amazon. But we will have to adapt. And I think this has been a way for me to at least realise that the only thing constant in life is change. Um, many of us have lost loved ones, but life still goes on. And the truth is, death is certain for all of us because we're all going to one day leave this earth. So we all have to, at the most of it, well, enjoy it to the max, enjoy the most of it. Um, so I think we have to go into 2021, 2021 with a positive mindset, 
adapt to change, continue to be flexible, and as Bruce Lee said, be like water. <laughs> I say that because I watched um, a, a kid from Stony Island yesterday on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I felt like I watched something I said that as well yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, P, what were some of the positive stuff that happened in 2020? Not, your, not personal stuff, but just in terms of the world, right? Um, not, not personal stuff. Um, oof, I was actually thinking more from a personal standpoint. I think Daniel Daniel's um, Daniel's actually summed it up very well. Um, mm. Let's use let's use Daniel's like great window on the more encouraging signs mm. publicly to channel to the the personal personal way. So, P, maybe you can share the personal. Yeah, from, uh, yeah, I think I think one thing that comes to mind is um, uh, gratitude. I think this has been a year where, if you've been fortunate enough to be to maintain a very good health, um, to still have a roof over your head, to still have uh, food every night, you've realised in such a situation. Because you remember there was a time where people were flocking to the shops to basically um, um, buy out the stores, right? And so if you were still able to eat during that time and, and continue. I think the level of gratitude for most people, even if it's not something you practiced before, went up tenfold. Mm. So you had a chance to sort of tap into that practice and understand that gratitude is not a 2020 thing. It's something you should do on an ongoing basis. So I think that's that was one. The second thing is on the love. If I think about uh, getting closer, I think um, those that have partners, it's been a great year to be able to sort of strengthen that bond. Um now you've you've been faced with a with a you could call it a challenge or opportunity for the first time ever, where you've basically got to spend the time together inside the house and you're not really oh, leaving. But Pete, would you would you say that that because maybe I've read somewhere that divorce rates went up in um in 2020, right? So I think a lot I'm I'm, I'm saying, but I'm also talking about the opportunity that it would have. But at the same time, it would have. Yeah. Whilst they, whilst the divorce rates were going up, and that's unfortunate to hear. At the same time, I know it has made a lot of marriage is stronger, right? Because then you've got more time with your spouse. You're probably having, you know, you're strengthening the communication channels. You're learning more about each other. Um, mm. So it's it's testing a relationship. And, I'm, and I know there have been um, people that are going to come out of this stronger, right? So I, it always does come down to how are you wiring your mind to look at a certain situation. Like Daniel said, if you accept that change is the only thing that's constant, you then start to look for ways as to how can I basically personally profit from every situation that we're put in. So for me, and then I, we can always pass it around, gratitude and love um, um, have been the two things that when the year closes and we move into next year, is something which have been big positives. I've got more, but let's let's um, spin it around and we can keep going. Sure, all by yourself. Actually, I want to hear your uh, your take on this one. <laughs> Is it because you're not ready? Is it because you're, too, no, you're looking at your phone? No, um, I want to hear your take. No, my big one is um the most important thing or that I've discovered about myself is just the importance of family during 2020. Um, it's a lot of time you take for granted um, the accessibilities that you have to friends and family. And I think by being in 2020 and having to go through lockdown, um, you just realize how important it is to just check in on your family, family and friends just to make sure mentally that they're stable. Um, because this lockdown or 2020 created an environment for people to really 
look internally and say, okay, how do they feel about themselves, right? Um, with limited distractions. I think a lot of times life is a distraction, which stops people from looking at, are they truly happy with their current environment, the person that they are, um, that they are. Um, and I think that's one of the areas where 2020 allowed me to sort of, one, evaluate myself and say, you know what, life is not as bad as I used to think, right? And then secondly, that this is an opportunity for me to really be there for family and friends in whatever situation they were going through. Um, the next thing which I learned about 2020 or that stood out for me in 2020 is we are so lucky to, to be alive in such a technology-driven time of the world. Like, I think this 2020 showed us that technology and the digital revolution is so important, right? I can't imagine how this lockdown would have been without having FaceTime or all these different tools out there for us to be able to communicate, interact with people. We've seen so many like stocks and businesses become so profitable through that technology age. And I think it's going to definitely continue. So um, for me, those are really the two big things um, that I discovered or learned in 2020 was one, just don't take family and friends for granted, be there for them. Um, everyone is going through life. Um, and then secondly, just how, uh, how, how reliant we are on technology and also how grateful we should be that we went through this pandemic in uh, in an era where technology is so prominent and um, in our in our lives. Here, here, Olu, uh, Daniel, do you want to go next? <laughs> what was you? But I kind of summed up already. I kind of spoke to no, you on me. But because because yeah, I think you gave us a good window into it, right? Because you spoke about the, the kind of like. The, the positives of it, but then what, what what were the positives for you on a personal basis? It's not oh, it's not like she has got some some serious points. It's waiting no, to no. the end. <laughs> Anchor man, yeah, say nothing, say nothing. No no, go ahead. Well, for, I, something I I mentioned uh, a while ago in one of the one episode is for me it's been the chance to really enjoy spending more time at home with with Melissa because mm. once we got married, you know, if I have long days at work early starts, um, come home quite late. So the time that we spend at home to really enjoy, you know, our own home was always very somewhat limited, especially in winter with the with the short shorter days. And you and had also the sun. I didn't not to interrupt Daniel, but just for the listeners to realise, before this pre-COVID, what was your commute to the office daily? Three hours, day there and back return. So, you know, three hours, fifteen hours a week saved. But it's just, yeah, so I think it's the time that we actually got to, we've time we've saved and been able to spend um, at home. But also, especially during the summer months where we had some good spells of good weather, being able to have barbecues at lunch, just the two of us, um, and just making the days count a lot more and not being so tired all the time from the commute and having such jam-packed weekends. Because before, every weekend we're doing something. But with this has forced us and allowed us to slow down. And even now, as things start to open up again and, we we do things it's like i really don't want to go or i just want to um i just i just want to stay at home and just relax 
Sorry, sorry, Daniel, before you continue. Someone's phone is vibrating like crazy. I don't know. Mine's, mine's, on, the, mine's on the floor over there. Yeah, mine's on is, it a, is it a fan sound? It's like a... Uh, it sounds like a fan. Maybe Can you hear it now? Can you hear this? No, it ain't that. It's the phone. It's not that. It's someone's phone. It's like a static. <laughs> Daniel's got a serious setup. It must be, yeah. Daniel's got a little tech thing going on there. This is the text that no, you got. Wait, wait, let, let, let me mute. Let me... Yeah, now it's yeah. fine. Yeah, now it's fine. It's you. <laughs> I think I think it's my fan. I think it's my fan. No, ain't your fan. It might. Okay, it might be. Let's let's continue. Let's yeah. Let's go. Um. See, so that'll be about it. <laughs> um. <laughs> sure, what about you? Sure, what about you? I'm sure Melissa probably echoes all of that, Daniel, as well. So we should try and. I'd love to actually get Melissa so, and so... Lauren on an episode. Yeah. Two 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 things. Man's what? Man, hey Dan, man's talking for a wife, you know. Matting, yo. No, I'm just. <laughs> he's saying. Man's talking it's, about it's after, for a wife like that, yeah. But these it's are after, my, it's after my, the previous episode. That's why. <laughs> he's drawing out the wife. He's like, yo, let's have them on, on the episode. <laughs> um, I just want. I wanted to add just two components before then I pass it to Shaw, because clearly Shaw's clearly got. You got some banging points that you want to land. I don't, I don't, but go ahead. <laughs> So I think one of the things that I think every single person should measure their level of success this year. Uh, so this is how, it's all gone. Oh, because Daniel's gone on mute. Wow, silent. Um, one of the things, if you've been able to, I would say, um, sort of reach your goals this year with the challenges, I think you've had an exceptional year. If you haven't been able to do that. I would, I would strongly encourage those individuals to look at other areas to see how they can measure their success. One being the mindset. I think this year has been a year where you've been faced, each and every one of us have been faced with not only one challenge, but several challenges throughout the year, whereby you've had to sort of overcome it, adapt and, and continue persevering. So I know this year has been a year where you, you've had to talk to yourself in a certain way to, to really motivate yourself to, to stay positive and push on, especially when COVID first came. So mindset is my, the strength of your mindset and how you talk to yourself when the chips are down, I think is a very, very important um, reflection that people should do this year. And then how will they basically use that strength moving into next year? So that, that's, that's one thing. The second thing, I think this year has also been a year that has validated people's practices, theories, and assumptions on how they manage their finances and how they think about wealth and how they think about growing um, money management and growing their wealth moving forward. Because I believe that this year has been a year, I think there's a saying or one our, men our mentor says that you see who's been swimming with the shark when the tide goes out, right? And so when we've been telling ourselves and practicing for the last decade, you know, paying yourself first and living below your means, it, it was for like a year like this, mm. right? Where where even, I, I believe, even if some people out there, if they had lost their jobs, they still would have been able to manage because they're managing their finances well. So I think this year has been a year where it's validated a lot of the things which most people consider to be difficult, boring, not sexy. And you come to realize actually it's life and blood. Um, so that piece plus the, plus the understanding that, look, if you're interested in creating wealth and building wealth, now is a greater time better than more than ever if I, if I look at the UK to start looking at the opportunities there already have been opportunities there'll be more to come so there's a hell of, there's a ton of positives that are um in that area um which I also wanted to add to the conversation sure no Pete so, well, 
They they weren't points that I was thinking of. So um, I think Jeez. one. I had, what, you got, I, what you got? What you got? What you got? What you got? So the first one is this year has taught me how to perfect my jump shot. What? It's every time, mate. No, actually, so, you're, so, ch you're trying to have MJ's documentary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's there's three there's three things for me. So one was the gratitude, and I think we've all spoken about that in slightly different ways. And I just want to do a plug here. Back in episode 41, the Take Flight podcast quartet talked about practicing gratitude. Uh, this is from January of this year, by the way. So it's, this was pre-COVID we were talking about this. So episode four podcast. Um, so that was the one thing, gratitude, that I learned. The other, the other two were habits and decision-making and then the value of continue pushing. So habits and decision-making, I think what we've realized, uh, this is, again, a personal reflection, having good daily habits. Yes, you can have one or two days or maybe some days in the week where it doesn't slip. But during this period where things are repetitive, it can get a bit monotonous. We can't do the things that we used to do. It's highlighted the importance to me of having these strong, good habits. And I think this period has amplified those habits that we know that we have that we shouldn't be doing or that we know are detrimental for our lives. And it's just highlighted that even more. And I think the life that we've created for ourselves is basically a outcome of all the habits and decisions that we've made. And this period where we're in our apartments, we're surrounded by our family, we're in relationships, et cetera, that whether they're good or bad are a function of the decisions and habits that we've created in our life. So this year has been a great reflection and has highlighted to me the importance of having good habits and then good decision-making just in the day by day rather than thinking too big. So that was one. And then the other one is just the importance of keep pushing. So when this COVID stuff hit at the beginning of the year, I think we all had our goals, right? And I'm again, talking to myself, I had the goals I had set for this year. And then for another, for a good fair month or two, I completely paused and I stopped looking at them. And I thought I was kind of making progress and I was just trying to stay still. But then I looked at that list again and I realized, okay, maybe I can't achieve the things I wanted to achieve, but there's still elements that I can achieve. Maybe not to the full capacity, capacity but at least maybe 50, 60, 70% of what I thought I could. And it's shown this year that if just continuing to push, whether it's a personal goal, professional goal, this is the type of year and moment that really makes a difference, I think, in the long term to the trajectory of what you're trying to do. And that's been the most important thing for me, where if a, another crisis or anything like that hits, naturally we can take a week, a month, however long we need to digest it. But if in that moment you can kind of dig down, for me that's when I need to push on the most. That's kind of the the reflection regarding keeping momentum and pushing no love it love it sure no um and i think let's do because i know these two um topics um let's just touch them quite quickly but what would you say is like your biggest achievement this year like personal professional your personal self i could go first and then i could pass it on to you guys um so for myself um I had a conversation with Pabilo at the beginning or last year, end of last year. And I said to Pabilo, I think one of our biggest problems is that we're not focused on one thing. That a lot of times we're, we're so driven with sort of this chase to generational wealth, financial freedom. And we're doing so many different projects, 
different areas and we're just not tunnel focused on one particular thing. And I said to P that in 2020, I just want to commit to one thing, which is property, which was a business that I started with um, Nathan, uh, my business partner. Of shout, out. shout out Nathan Rose, by the way. Shout out Nathan. Um, which was Beckley Rose in the building. Beckley <laughs> Rose solution, right? And Nathan and I caught up yesterday and we had like a year catch up to say, okay, let's look at financials, where we've been sitting, what we've achieved in the first year, right? And I remember end of last year having zero properties, not managing any properties, zero money coming in. Um, investing. Um, Nathan and I have been sort of disciplined, held each other accountable for the whole year. Even though 2020 is a tough year, we've both had personal stuff, work stuff, right? I think we talked about on a previous episode, me not knowing if I'm going to lose my job. <laughs> my job or not, right? It's been, a, it's been a tough year, right? But we were committed and <laughs> consistent enough where we look back at our financials and 2020, we made a revenue of 50K. 50K revenue from four properties that we have, right? And if you had told us that um, in 2019 that we would be able to do that. <laughs> if you had told that us in 2019 that we were able to do that, I would have been like, oh, I'm not sure, you know, I think so, whatever, etc." But that is something I'm so proud of. And it's just shown myself, and I think it's for every, every single one of us on this podcast and even our listeners is, as long as you're intentional and you put in that hard work, we could achieve anything, man. Like, I think 2020 has made me understand that whatever we're intentional about and we're willing to work hard on, we can definitely do. So that's my way. And Olu, I think that is just the, the specifically on what you and Nathan are doing. The front mm. end, there's a lot more costs to it. So mm. the, the trajectory will only get exponential from now on the more you grow. So it's, taken, sure. 12, it's taken 12 months to get four properties and generate 50K, but it'll probably take half the time to get the same. And then it's just going to go quicker and faster. So I can't gonna, wait. It's going to continue grow. It's going to continue growing. A lot of yeah. that upfront costs that we've had are going to go away because we've set it up. And then exactly. it's, it's more like what I love about this is obviously I mentioned revenue and profit, right? I'm not going to lie to anyone on the podcast. We're not at profit yet. But the thing about this is we're planting seeds, yeah, that in a year down the line, two years down the line, we're just going to see cash flow just coming into our account. And we're going to be like, yo, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just the way you said yeah, the, 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 the way I saw Nathan spending at Tesco yesterday morning. I'm like, yeah, boy. I didn't see it, but no, let, me go, let me go check those. Let me go check those financials. Make sure he's not spending any of the business funds. Cool, Daniel. Why don't you go next on this one? What's so? What's the question again? Yeah. Um, boy, I haven't really thought of that. You know. I think, um, mm, I think just getting to the end of 2020. It's been a roller coaster um, mm. for me. It's the, way, it's the way you said it. It's just the way you said it. So I think, yeah, it's, it's been a roller coaster. I think getting through with my, with my faith, with my state of mind um, in, in, intact. Um, and with my family around me, 
that's that's what I'm most grateful for right now, to be honest. And how other about... things are the other things are you know they're they're menial, they're important, but not as significant hmm. right now, anyway. So, I yeah. feel that. I feel that. Yeah, that's probably something we all can resonate with the fact that we've survived uh, to this point in the year, the final episode of Take Flight Podcast of 2020. Pete, do you want to go next? Yeah, um, I was I was thinking it and then it came to me. I think actually when it's probably gonna I'm probably gonna feel this point more as we get towards the end of the year and we're actually relaxing with the family. But I think I think Relaxed. I think the thing that perhaps when I look back I might be most happy about are the moments where can you guys still hear me? Yeah, well it's gone quiet. Okay. It's 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 where I've basically received feedback from from people on the on them saying I've either inspired them in some way, shape, or form, I've either helped them, motivated them, or I've had an opportunity to mentor them. And so, and that's largely, and that's all come through being intentional about social media. And as you guys know, a couple of years, like I was back in the day, but the guy wanted to be completely private with all of my matters. And then I see an opportunity not only to grow myself personally using this platform, but also do it in a way that can also help others. So this year is validated, um, whether it's my routine, whether it's some of the ideas I want to push forward from a um, thinking how you think about your finances or yourself, or just generally speaking, just ideas. Um, that feedback has been coming, right? And I've had a chance to mentor a number of people um, in the property space, runs, take several calls. So I think, I think, and there's nothing greater, I think, than someone reaching out to you and then you're keeping in contact with that person and they get to a stage where they're really now, they've grown as a result of your support and guidance. So I'd probably say that's um, um, something which I've, which I'd probably consider to be a, a good achievement this year. Okay. Why are you laughing? <laughs> 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 hey, yo, this dude, man. Daniel's killing me. Daniel's killing me. <laughs> So I think this um, builds a little bit on what I was saying in terms of what I've learned this year. I think my biggest, or <laughs> or uh, I, I think it's really linked to the the habits again, in the sense that at the at the end of the year, I've kind of and me and P were actually having this review the other day where we were talking about 2020, how it's gone, what went well, not so well, and how we'll carry it through into next year. Overall, I'm actually super pleased with. Um, what I've been able to achieve this year. And again, it stems from, for me personally, getting my daily routine into a great spot now where it's not something that I even need to think about anymore. I think when P and I were speaking about this last week, we were talking, we were referring to it as our operating system. And the operating system is now running smoothly enough that it will basically help us enable get and get to the the goals that we set ourselves and that's professionally personally health all all aspects basically and i'm just grateful that i have my health to do that so that's the the big uh big thing because i think for me that's really enabled me to do all the other stuff i, I want to tag on to that point in a second but daniel why are you why are you laughing man he needs to explain why he's laughing i think it's because of what you mentioned in the comments <laughs> no, no, nothing. nothing. No, nah, what do you mean nothing, yeah. nothing? Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? 
Daniel's turning into that. Um, into, oh, should we skip? The, no, Daniel's turning into that um, guy that is basically laughing on every episode now. What's happening? D, what's funny, man? You can't just say, share, share the joke. Share the joke. Nothing's happening. Right. <laughs> the, 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 the only, the only. I, I just want to. I just want to add to. Um, um, I can't. I can't even finish now. Um, just, just to add to Shua's point, actually, I think maybe, maybe it taps into a little bit of mindset. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is it? I haven't even shook my phone. What is it? <laughs> no, you'll see it. You'll see it later. You'll see it later. God, he says, if you can, if you can, just get your phone. If you can, get someone to pass your phone. <laughs> One second. This guy, man. <sighs> nah, you're not serious, man. Yo, alright, cool. Um, <laughs> no, I think, I think, um, um, there your is phone, your phone's triggering my thing again. There is an element, yeah, of um, part of me felt like. Um, this been it's also been a year where by speaking to Shua's point about habits, decision making, mindset, I almost feel like even if it was harder for us, we're still trying to we'll still find a way to win. And I think I think that's that's something which we should recognize within ourselves. We're constantly finding ways to say, okay, even though it's it's bad, you're telling your wife or your friends, we can still find happiness. We can still find a way to to sort of achieve or have a better day or do do things. So I think it's that ability. I think Sean mentioned, I just wanted to sort of double down on it. It's almost like whatever you throw at any of us, I feel we will just keep going. Right. And that's something. And the thing about that, what I will say is something that is usually spoken about. I think this year we've actually put it into practice. So we should actually, we should champion this behavior moving forward, even when it gets easier from a market standpoint. Keep that that persistence. No, definitely, definitely agree, P. And like, as we, let's just wrap up, but I just want to say um, a big thank you to you, you guys on the podcast, right? Um, we've definitely made it to the end of the year. Um, I want each and every one of you, because I don't think we always say these sort of things, each and every one of you to know that um, you truly inspire me. Um, if I take that from P, I think what you've mentioned in terms about you just always driven like saying okay how do you and a lot of people might say oh peenies turtleneck always talking about finance but it's not even about finance it's more about just like how do you better is that, is that what they say is that, i didn't know i didn't hear that i didn't get i didn't get that i didn't get that feedback is that what, is that what they're saying That's what the <laughs> let me know saying. let me know <laughs> no but on a serious note like you're always pushing me like whenever i see your post or even talk to you right you're just pushing me and driving me to just always say, okay, you can't settle for where you are. You need to push yourself and not just even pushing yourself, pushing the people around you. Like, I love the way that you're always sort of building your friends, your family, and it's not just about you, you, you. Shawel, like the change and the risk that you continuously take, I just love it. Like you taking that journey of saying, okay, I'm going to leave the safe option of staying in finance, moving outside of finance, everything that you do in terms of this TED Talk, but everything that you also do where you're unapologetically yourself, that is something that I look up to and I'm inspired about. Um, the fact that you're always a shining light, I think I've said that multiple times. And Daniel, obviously this year has been a completely, it's been a tough year for you, but you're one person I look up to so much in terms of truly 
always there for friends and family. Like, and sometimes you might be like, oh, I can carry all of this by myself. But the way that you, you're always just there for anyone. It's just, you're so like, you're the least selfish person that I know. Like, even if I say like, I randomly received some vinyls from Dan, I didn't even know who it was from. It was just right. I was like sitting there like, who the hell is this? That's in and I was like, Daniel, with everything that he's going through and everything that he didn't even have to do it. But Daniel is like, he's not even about myself. It's about the way I see you with your nephews, your cousins, and just how much love that you just portray onto everyone and anyone that you're around. The fact that you're just such a classy guy, man. So what, like, inspiration in terms of, okay, when I grow up, Daniel's who I want to be like <laughs> in terms of classy and elegant. So... I just want to take this moment as we're wrapping up this year because I don't always say it, but I love you guys. It's been a pleasure doing this podcast for 2020. Uh, remain safe. And again, just love you guys. No, Oli, thank you. For, thank you for the kind words. I, I just want to add one more thank you. Um, this, what we do wouldn't be possible without a very, very strong back office. So, Nandi, we thank you so much for everything that you do for us um, with regards to everything, the things that people don't see. Um, and it allows us yeah. basically to continue. I think without you, Nandi, I'm not sure if this would actually continue. So, um, thank you for that. For sure. And we look forward to thank working you, again with you moving into next year. Yeah, perfect. Danny, you want to wrap up? Um... Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, can, can I just do one, one last time before? <laughs> Yeah, go on, sure. Because uh, I, I, I want to, I want to um, throw it back a little bit to to Mr. Olu. Even though we were talking about your hairline at the beginning, um, I think I think you were very thankful for us. And I think I don't want to repeat the comments you made for Fabilo and Daniel because I'm fully in agreement. But I have to say also big thanks to you as well. You've you've also had not the easiest year. You've had moments True. where you were probably asking questions to yourself and reflecting, but one thing that I've always loved, and we've spoken about this in episodes before where we've done kind of recaps of the, the podcast journey, is your continuous drive and that focus this year, which has really shone through. Shone through. Um, and I've met Nathan this year as well. He was someone that, no, sorry, I met him last year, but I got to know him this year. And I think the work that you guys are doing and pushing together, um, I think it's testament to your work ethic and your drive. And of course, Nathan's a great guy, but I know you better than I know Nathan. Um, and it's just great to see. And I can't wait for us to all get through this year and then start 2021 and see how uh, it continues to, to grow. And yeah, we've reached the end of uh, 2020, guys. It's a big episode 66. Let's not be so quick to end 2020. Let's continue to, to be present in the moment take each day as it comes and yeah and enjoy the holidays with the family wait one last question what are you guys what are you guys doing for um for new year's we're going to thailand <laughs> i'm in dubai I'm daniel, in you really going to... no wait I'm okay daniel daniel's going to dubai <laughs> for sure are you really going to thailand um Olu, <laughs> exactly. Olu, are you are you really going Olu? to thailand are you really going to Thailand? Yeah. Are you really going to Thailand? No, I'm going back to the mountains, man. <laughs> yeah, my answer, I'm not going to Dubai. <laughs> I'm going back to Dubai. I don't think, I, unfortunately, um, I, don't think, I don't think the UK is going to work out. Logistics-wise, oh. like, getting tested, number of days you've got to stay. I'll, I'll break it down after we finish this, but it's, it's 
Cool. I'm going to be on a beach somewhere. So I'm going to disclose it on the day. <laughs> Daniel. So this is not your Spotify 2020 rap. This is a Take Flight podcast 2020 rap. I know I'm not a rapper, but um, thank you all for listening. Thank you for being with us throughout the year. Thank you for being patient with us. Thank you for streaming us on Spotify. Thank you for sharing us as part of your 2020 rap in your podcast section. We look forward to producing more episodes. We look forward to sharing more experiences and insights with you. We hope 2020 has been a favorable, favorable year for you also. We wish you a prosperous entity and a great start to 2021. And we'll see you in 2021 with some new, fresh episodes. Stay well. God bless. Take care. Peace. Take off.